Guys, we are back. It's been a minute since the last podcast, but we are back today. And today we're going to go over to Cam Newton signing to the Patriots. Fight Island, uh, UFC, discussed that. That's coming up in two weeks. And then finally, baseball has finally got their shit together. We're going to have a season. Um, Very exciting. So let's just get right into it. Cam Newton to the New England Patriots on a one-year $7.5 million deal with incentives. Um, This was breaking last night. Um, I was a little surprised by it. I didn't always think that uh, Cam Newton was really a fit in New England. But I think, um, you know, a lot of people made good points that you know, Belichick realizes that this team, this team without Tom Brady is not very good. I mean, it was wasn't very good last year. I mean, their defense essentially carried them. They can't run the ball. Sony Michelle had a very down year last year. They don't have any weapons on offense. And you know, rolling into the season with just Stidham and Brian Hoyer, um, I didn't think this team was going to be very good. I thought they win six games. Seven at the most. But honestly, I still think that. But, you know, a lot of people love this signing. Um, The former MVP has finally found a new home. And a lot of people think this puts the Patriots back in contention in the AFC. Which I just find really hard to uh, believe. I don't think they're a top five team in the AFC. I just don't. Um, first of all, I don't think the Patriots, they don't have any weapons on offense. They didn't address them at all. Um, Julian Edelman, you know, a lot of people like him, but he, he's very overrated. He led the, the league in drops last year. He's never made a Pro Bowl. You know, he's very good in the postseason. But let's be honest, Tom Brady made Julian Edelman. That's just That's just it, man. Um, Sony Michelle did not look good last year. Uh, James White, he's, he's all right, but he's more of a pass catching back than he is a runner. Um, they just have no outside weapons. They got no tight ends, no receivers. Nikhil Harry, um, you know, he's still developing. Uh, if he could develop, that'd be uh, really good for the Patriots this year, but I don't, I really don't see that happening. So the Patriots are just so depleted offensively they just don't have many playmakers so I just don't you know the defense is going to be fine Belichick's going to have him ready to go but you just look at the AFC they're not better than Baltimore not better than Kansas City I don't even think they're the best team in their division I think Buffalo is certainly better especially after um, training for Stephon Diggs and what they did in the draft uh, Buffalo is the best team in that division. I also think Miami can compete in, in that division as well. You know, they, I love what they did in the offseason. They brought in a lot of good players on that defensive side, and they just had a really nice rebuild. You know, Fitzpatrick can win some games, and uh, I think Tua was the best quarterback in this draft class. So if he plays like that, I think Miami's going to be very competitive in that division. And uh, I think, you know, Poor Sam Darnold, you know. I love Sam Darnold to death, but who knows what the Jets are going to be this year because, uh, you know, Adam Gase just sucks. 
I mean, there's no way to put it. Um, they do get C.J. Mosley back. Um, the O-line's a little bit better. They drafted McKay back then. So, we'll see. I think Sam Darnold is the best quarterback in the, that division. I really do. I know the stats don't really say it, but I, I really do believe in Sam Darnold. So, I think the Jets can be competitive in that division, too. So, that, that makes the division very competitive, unlike all the other years where the Patriots have just dominated. I mean, the Bills haven't been this good in forever. The Dolphins, you know, they had a couple of um, good seasons during Brady and Belichick's run in New England, like three or four. I think they made the playoffs twice. And then the Jets have been the Jets, except for those couple of years with Rex Ryan. So this competitive is way better than it has been in the past. And, you know, I don't think New England is the best team in the division. I really don't. So that's reason number one, I don't think Cam Newton makes him an instant contender. Reason number two is I am not a fan of Cam Newton. Never have been. I think he's been the most overrated quarterback in the NFL for the last 10 years. And here's why. Um, his completion percentage is not good. It's 59%. His career total. Um, he's never had back-to-back winning seasons. Never. Never. Back-to-back winning seasons. I mean, uh, he had one good year. It was 2015 MVP season. Um, and, you know, after that, man, he's just been, I think he's just a C-plus quarterback. I really do. I think he's a uh, top 15 quarterback. But I never understood the media hype of him being a top 10, top 5 quarterback. I think that's ridiculous. I think the hype around Cam Newton is just absurd. Um, And then the third reason is I think his body is broken. I really do. I think it's done. You cannot take that many hits as a quarterback. He took so many hits in Carolina all those years. I just think he's going to get hurt in New England. I really do. I don't think his body can take the punishment of the NFL anymore. I mean, the last time we saw him, you couldn't even complete an eight-yard pass. His shoulder was so fucked up. His ankles messed up. Um, And he's going to have to create plays in this New England offense because his offense isn't good. It isn't good. And, you know, it's one thing if you had prime Cam Newton creating offense because he didn't have a lot of help in Carolina. I'll give him that. He had, you know, Jonathan Stewart and Jericho Cotry. I mean, his best weapon was Greg Olson. And his defense. I mean, so I'll, I'll give Cam Newton credit for that, man. He made he made he made it work there when there wasn't a lot of help offensively. But this isn't prime Cam Newton. I think he's his body is riddled. I think he's going to get hurt because he's going to have to try and make plays in order to win games for this team. So I just I just don't see it happening. I really don't. I think at the best. Patriots go 8-8. Eight and eight. I still think this is a 6-7 win team. Um, I might be wrong. You know, Belichick might be the greatest coach ever. I really don't think. I mean, he is the greatest coach ever. I mean, that uh, he deserves more credit than Brady. I think Brady definitely deserves more credit. Um, the Patriots sucked before Brady. And then I think they're going to suck without him. It's like uh, Colin Coward actually make a 
made a very good point the other day. It's like the Chicago Bulls with Michael Jordan. You know, the Bulls sucked before Michael Jordan, and they suck after Michael Jordan. And, you know, it's going to be really hard to replace Tom Brady, even though, you know, he had a down year last year. It's like that, that offensive squad they have is just bad. It's just bad. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I could be proven wrong. Cam Newton could be a really good quarterback after all, like most of the people in the media believe, and the Patriots go 10-6 and six and, and get into the playoffs. But I, I just don't see it happening. Um, I think the AFC is vastly improved. Um, I think the Browns are even better than the Patriots. Uh, Drew Locke plays like he did last year. The Broncos could be scary. You know, if Tyrod is is decent enough, you know, uh, L.A.'s roster is definitely good enough to get in the playoffs. Tennessee, who beat them in the playoffs last year, I think is better than them. Houston is better than them, I think. If Phillip Rivers pans out in Indianapolis, I think the Colts are better than the Patriots. I think a lot of teams are still better than the Patriots. I really don't think the Cam Newton signed... Um, doesn't really set them apart at all. I think they're still what they are. They're a little bit better than going with Stidham and um, Hoyer, obviously. But other than that, I, I really don't think that this signing makes um, that much of a difference at all. So it'll be interesting to see. You know, I could be old, old takes exposed here and and um you know be proven wrong and but you know I'm still holding ground on this Cam Newton overrated. I I've been on it since day 1. I never thought he was that good. Um so I'm still sticking with it. I still don't think this is a you know a big deal and uh, you know it's fun to talk about. It's going to be fascinating to watch. Thank God, you know they have Cam Newton now because the Patriots have so many prime time games. Um, now they're actually interesting to watch with Cam. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, you know, before the season, we'll have a season preview and all that, and I'll, I'll have my final thoughts on how well I think the New England Patriots will do this year. But overall, I don't think the Cam Newton signing. Makes them contender. I think it makes them a little bit better, but other than that, I still think they're not very, not a very good team. So that wraps up that. Let's move on to the UFC in Yaz Island. I love the UFC. It is the only sport on right now. It's the only thing I've been watching the last couple months. Um, Dana White. Got a lot of pushback for having, you know, events because of COVID. And he said, fuck you. I'm doing this. We're going to find ways to uh, make it work. And he has. Got a hats off to Dana White. He's the best commissioner in all of sports. Um, he's grown the sport exponentially. And, he, you know, he does what he wants. He's not afraid of any of the social media pushback like a lot of these GMs. Or not GMs. Commissioners are. So you got to respect Dana White and what he's doing. Yaz Island. So he secured this island in Abu Dhabi so he can have all of his international fights because he's been having all of his cards at the Apex in El, or Las Vegas. But you can't really do that in the UFC because you're going to burn out your U.S. talent. So 
He got Yaz Island for his international fights. And uh, for UFC 251, the card is absolutely stacked. I mean, Dana's just throwing everything out to make this just maybe one of the best UFC cards of all time. I mean, it is absolutely stacked. Three title fights. Um, the vacant bantamweight title, it's going to be Peter Yawn, the number three bantamweight in the world, undefeated, versus the future Hall of Famer and arguably the greatest featherweight of all time, Jose Aldo. So they will fight for the vacant bantamweight title that was left by the retired Henry Seduto. So that will be a great fight. Um, I love Peter Yan. He is definitely one of my favorite fighters. He has so much powder, powder, power. Um, I want him to win this fight. I think a lot of people do. A lot of people, you know, after Conor McGregor just just KO'd Aldo in 13 seconds, his popularity's gone down. He's old. Um, for some reason, though, I got a gut feeling that Aldo's going to win. Jan is the favorite at minus 220. But uh, it should be a great fight against a future uh, versus, uh, you know, an up-and-comer in Jan and a uh, future Hall of Famer in, in Aldo. So that's the first title fight. The second one is the rematch for the featherweight title. It's Alexander Volkowski versus Max Holloway. Max Holloway is considered uh, the greatest featherweight of all time. I think I said Aldo. I, I messed that up. You know, I, I forget what the weight class originally uh Aldo was in. I don't think he was a bantam. I think he moved up. I forget. You know, there's so many damn weight classes. Well, Aldo's a Hall of Famer. Just know that. He's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best to ever do it. Anyway, rematch. Volkowski, Holloway. Uh, the first uh, title fight, you know, Volkowski came out. He dominated the first three rounds. And then Holloway um, took control of the last two. Um, but I thought Volkowski won the fight decisively. So this is a rematch. Um, we'll see. You know, obviously Holloway gets his title back. We're gonna have a, a trilogy between these two. Volkowski's um, a favorite at minus two twenty, just like the Aldo fight. Um, you know, this, this is gonna be a great fight because Volkowski is the next big thing in the featherweight division. But Max Holloway, fighter of the year last year, arguably the greatest featherweight of all time. Um, I believe he had twelve title defenses. I mean, he just went on a tear. So you cannot count out Max Holloway. This is going to be a great rematch. Um, and uh, I would not be surprised if Holloway gets his title back. But I also wouldn't be surprised if Volkowski hangs on to that. So, in his first title defense. So, that's the second title fight. And then the main event, the last title fight is for the welterweight title. It's Kamara Usman versus Gilbert Burns. Man, this is going to be a slugfest. Kamaru Usman and Gilbert Burns have been training together for years. Gilbert Burns has been on a tear recently. Um, he just beat the crap out of Tyron Woodley. Uh, he's getting his title shot um, due to COVID. You know they couldn't exactly in the you know con- uh, God. contract negotiations with Jorge Masvidal fell through. So Burns is getting his shot. Um, it's going to be his fifth fight in about eleven months. So it's He's done a lot of fighting recently. He's he's warm. He's he's ready to go. I mean, Gilbert Burns is very scary, but so is Kamara Usman. This is going to be an awesome fight. I mean, it, it's going to be awesome. I mean, Usman's minus one one ninety five, so it's pretty close. I mean, um, 
you know, Usman's coming off his win against Colby Covington. Um, he, he broke his jaw. He TKO'd him in the fifth round. Um, I thought that fight, uh, Usman definitely won. But uh, Colby definitely won a round or two, which no one has really done against Usman. So I'm really amped up for this fight. This should be just phenomenal title fight. And, you know, if I had to pick right now, I'm going to pick Burns because he's just been on a tear. And he's warm. He's fought a lot in the past couple months. I think he's ready to go. Um, but, uh, you know, Usman's just absolutely ran through this division. I mean, he is just a scary human being. Um, these guys respect each other. Like I said, they've been training partners for a long time. So this, this is just going to be a great main event. And this is just overall a great card for the UFC. Um, it's going to have a shit ton of buys. Everyone's going to want to tune in to watch these fights take place on, on this island. So, I mean, it's going to be really cool. Um, Got to be uh, just grateful for Daniel White and hats off to him for getting this done and providing us with, you know, a very stacked card for the first event on Yaz Island. So this is just awesome. I am super pumped. You best believe I'm buying this $65 or whatever. If it was $100, I'd be buying this pay-per-view, ESPN Plus, whatever. I'm buying it. I'm watching it. It's going to be great. Um, so, yeah. Uh, just stoked for it. So, let's get into the final topic here. Baseball. Baseball is finally coming back. Finally. After all this negotiation crap and just back and forth going on between the players and uh, the owners. It's, it was a terrible look for baseball. I was fed up with it. A lot of fans are fed up with it. Um, it was just ridiculous. You know, both sides blaming each other and then the players trying to, you know, say, you know, when and where, and then they kept turning down a deal for when and where, um, thankfully it finally got done and you know what? It's adding some urgency to the baseball season, which is desperately needed. Instead of 162 games, we're getting just 60 games. This is, this is exactly what baseball needs. A shorter season, more urgency to these games. Um, it's going to be great. Now it could go two ways here. It could go Everyone has a shot because it's only 60 games, so you get off to a hot start um, or a cold start. You could be done, or you can set yourself up nicely. Or it's still going to be the best teams getting into the playoffs in 60 games because they're best managed. Obviously, they're better teams. Uh, they're ready to go. So I don't know which one's going to happen. Are we going to have a bunch of? Are we going to have a couple of teams, or you know, if we thought we had? A regular season going on, 162 games. We thought these teams would be near the bottom. They make the playoffs because it's a 60-game format. Or are we just going to get the same old, you know, Dodgers, Red Sox, Yankees um, into the playoffs? Um, we'll see. I'm going to err on the side of the better managed teams. are going to, you know, still find a way. And we're really not going to have that big of a difference between the 162 and 60-game season. But it's still fun. It's still fun. Um, 
This is awesome. 60 games is exactly what baseball needs. They need urgency. They need something to spice up the game. I mean, it's just gotten so old and boring and rigid. So, this is great. I can't wait. Um, I will um, definitely be having a video here shortly on the preview and who I think is going to win. Um, I just looked up the – sorry. <laughs> I was losing train of thought. Just looked up the betting odds for this season. Dodgers are obviously still a favorite along with the Yankees. And then the Astros, Braves, Twins. And then they got the Reds, Tampa Bay, Nationals to repeat at plus 1,800. Um, I can't believe the Reds are that high. I mean, they haven't won in years. They have a good roster. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'll get more into that on the preview. I'm working on it right now. So I'll get that out quick. Um, so it's just going to be it's going to be a great season for baseball. It really is. Um, they're going to get this test done. Everyone's worried about all. Oh, so many players are going to test positive. It doesn't matter, people. It doesn't matter if they test positive. The death rate is going down. No one dies of this COVID thing. I think the whole thing has been ridiculous. They're going to get the testing done. If you test positive, all right, go quarantine. You can come back when you test negative twice. Boom. That's simple. You know, we're going to have a baseball season. It's going to, you know, don't, don't listen to all these news outlets and like, oh, my God, 60 players tested positive. It's not a big deal. It's not even close to a big deal. Like, stop it. We're going to have a baseball season. It's going to be great. Um, I'm hoping to God we don't have a Yankees-Dodgers World Series, even though this commissioner... Would love that. I would just break in the dough. But anything with those two teams meeting up. Um, but anything can happen. 60-game season. So that's what you got to look forward to. And, um, yeah. It's just, I think it's going to be great for baseball. Hopefully they learn from this. Hopefully they're like, oh, maybe we should take some games out of our season. Um, you know, I would be all for a 100-game season. You don't have to go as low as 60. But 100 games, that'd be nice. You know. Less, 60 less games. So, we'll see. We're getting sports back, people. We're getting it back. couple more weeks. The NBA is back. They released the schedule. Baseball's coming back. NASCAR's on TV. Yes, I watch NASCAR too. UFC. Yes, Island. That is such a stacked card. We are getting sports back. The NFL has faced some pushback for having a season. They said, nope, we're still going to have a season. College football, we, we know the SEC is for sure having football. Um, the Pac-12 I'm a little worried about because their lack of leadership there. But stay in there. Sports is coming back. I will be having a baseball preview episode dropping soon along with the NHL one for anyone that cares about hockey. But I'm going to work on the baseball one first because I think more people um, – are definitely more about uh, the baseball than uh, hockey. So anyway, guys, um, happy sports comeback. Um, keep a lookout for my baseball preview episode. It should be dropping right after this one, probably a day or two. So keep an eye out for that. Um, for the time being, stay safe. You know, stay in there, stay positive. We're going to get through this. Sports is coming back. 
it's going to be good. Um, just got to tough it out for a couple more weeks, and we'll be back. So, uh, thank you guys, and I will catch you soon again on my baseball preview episode. Until then, I will wrap it to you all later.